All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Buddy's Podcast, where we've got the reincarnation of Dennis Rodman on the show. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Chris is spreading coronavirus all over the studio. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to episode 58 of Buddy's Podcast. Hey, hey. What up, Briss? What up? What's going on? <sighs> Nothing, just enjoying some of this delightful Samuel Adams you brought over. Oh, man. You know? I needed a change of pace, man. I told you already, but I'll yeah. share with the show. Uh, so, draft day happened. And my thing for the draft this year was I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to booze through it. Not bad. So I did. Um, I overdid it, though. I, I drank 40 beers in three days. <laughs> <laughs> one, like, oh, no, I got this. I'm one good. night being like 18 or 19. Oh, my God. But it was out of celebration because the, the Lions shockingly they, had a great draft. They did the right moves. I like, was shocked. I was honestly shocked because I'm like, they didn't pull the Lions and just draft a safety out of nowhere when they clearly don't need a safety. Right. Well, I mean, here's the thing. First round, I think you and I both, and we discussed this on the show. Um, just actually, let's let's sidebar for a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we we've got more than enough content to talk about with the NFL draft and the yeah. Jordan documentary. Um, you sent over some some uh, preseason dra- uh, projections on quarterbacks um, and what their stats will look like. So we'll yeah. dive into that a little bit, but. Um, so we'll just jump into the draft, dude. I mean, the Lions. We, you and I both wanted Okuda. Yeah, in the like first I want. Round. I started to want Simmons a little bit more. Really, towards the end, like I, I kind of wanted Simmons more because just because I was like, he can do so much more for the defense. Yeah. You can plug him into so many places, you know. So I'm like, eh, but I'm okay with Okuda. I'm but okay we with really him. needed like. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing with we've got we got the best corner in the draft. Yep. He's a day one starter. Mm-hmm. You plug him in. And that's you know who that's who your team has. Yeah. Um. So just kind of going down Cincinnati. Everybody knew they were taking Burrow. Everybody knew. Yeah. Um, Washington lucked out. Got the best yep. player in the draft. Chase Young. You watch the tape on this kid. He's a fucking animal. He's right? legit. But just imagine now, Washington is gonna have like that that line in Washington. Yeah. They got is Mont- about to be f- just filthy. Yeah, dude. dude Montez you got, Sweat. You got Montez Sweat, you've got Chase Young, you've got uh who else was it? Because they took another guy not long ago in the draft. Uh Deron Payne. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Like that's three, you know, high picks yeah. on the line. And, and that's, that's where it starts. It really does, uh, yeah. With any team, I mean that's you know, you start up front. Yeah. Um you they build just in the lost, trenches. Yeah, they just lost Trent Williams. Yep. Uh where did he end up going? San Francisco. Right. Which was actually San Francisco did it for a reason because Joe Staley retired. So yeah. he's going over to replace Joe Staley. Yeah, and yeah. I mean they just they they pulled the perfect move. They went to the Super Bowl last yep. year, and they're they're building like they're not content. They're yeah. building to get back to the Super Bowl. Right, right. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Chase yep. Young, uh, they're stacked. Yeah, they got um, they brought in Kendall Fuller from the Chiefs to play at corner, which is going to help them out a ton. Yeah, they yep. got Landon Collins, Thomas, you know? Thomas Davis from Carolina. Yep. Who he's old, he's battled, but he's a few still injuries. he's gonna he's gonna coach up those guys. They still got Kerrigan. They got what? Still got Kerrigan. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know, so really, that, he still plays. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of shocking. You know, he's been playing. He's been in the league years. for a while. Yeah. See how long. Uh, he's well, I mean, playing. I remember him being 
I don't know. I thought he got hurt a few he's times. He's only 31? Yeah. What? But I thought he got hurt a few times. Because this thing's like he's been around for forever. Yeah. I'm just shocked he's still on the Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good that's, player. He is. Like, he's honestly wasted in Washington. I feel like he'd be a more known player if he was anywhere but Washington. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, if he was a Steeler, you'd, oh, yeah. you'd know everything about the guy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, moving down to pick three, I mean, the Lions go in. A lot of people, especially locally, you know, they say mm-hmm. that they wish that he, um, that the Lions had moved down in the draft because he still probably would have been sitting there six, seven, know, eight. Though. But no, no. Yeah, Corners, I don't think he would have been there. Especially a day one starter. He's going to be Marshawn Lattimore, except yep. he's more so along the lines of like somebody like Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Um, you know, he's big, he's physical, he can cover every route. Yep. Um, just a day one guy who's, you know, can go out there and guard a number one. Yep. You know? So, I mean, that's, if you get that in the draft, you, you win. Yeah, you win at that point. It's hard to not win at that point because it's like, dude, you, you have something that's special. Now, the next move, the Lions can't blow it. They've got to build around him. They can't let this be Darius Slay 2.0 where, you right. know, he's here, he falls in love with the city and the fans, and then you blow it in the long run because you bring in a coach that's bumping heads with them. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's actually going to be the case, especially with young guys. You can really coach them and mold them. You could. You know, um, so I, I like, I, I hate the fact that Darius Slay plays for the Phil, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, I hate it too. Um, But, I mean, if he's going to be, you know, a cancer of the locker room and kind of turn, you know, players against the coaching – Yep. You know, then you got to kind of start looking at, you know, what's your next move here? Um, if if Quinn goes, what's his name goes? Yeah. Um, who are we talking about here? What's uh, Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. And if yep. Patricia goes, fucking Quinn goes because yep. it's you know it's kind of they they're they're falling on that same horse. Yeah. Um. So they're bought in together. Uh. And I know that Patricia wanted Derek Brown, who went to Carolina at seven. Um. But Okuda, we got him. That's yeah. our guy. Yeah. We took him. Um, everybody knew the Giants were going to go yeah. offensive line with the next pick. Obviously. Like, if they couldn't move that pick, they were going to go O-line. Yeah. And, I mean, you, with that being known, you kind of blew the chance of trading your pick for, you know, Miami to slide in there because th- if they know, hey, none of these teams are going to take another quarterback, Yeah, we can wait here at five for two. We don't have to give anything up. Right. And it was kind of a shocker that New York went with Andrew Thomas Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Jedrick Wills, who was projected to be the number one yeah. offensive lineman in the draft, who he fell to ten. Yeah. Um. But you got to think like Jacksonville took the corner, C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Yeah. You know, there's no way. I mean, which they needed to because they literally let their two best corners go within the last year. Right. Two All Pro corners, and you let them walk. Right. For nothing. Like, come on now. So Tua goes to Miami at mm-hmm. five, which I think. I mean, Joe Burrow. Yes, he moved up. Yeah, he played. Broke every college record, but yeah. I, I mean, I still think Miami got their guy. They did, they did. I personally, they've wanted them since before. You know, it was known that they would actually be at that position of the draft. I mean, people expected it, but right. they've wanted them since last year. Right. So I mean, it's been tanking for Tua all day. Yeah. And they lucked into it, you know. Yep. Um, the Chargers took quarterback Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Yep. I don't know if I really like it. I mean, but that's where you got to take him. So my thought on it is this. I like it because it's the ideal scenario for him to take some time to learn and get acclimated to the game. Yeah. Because at least the Chargers have, you know, Tyrod, who is a a suitable starter. 
Like he's he's a starter in the NFL, in my honest opinion. He can play, doesn't turn it over. Yeah. So, you know, that's and then he has weapons. So right. by all means you don't have to rush this guy into being your starter. You can win games with Tyrod. Yeah. 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 And uh, I hundred percent agree with you on that. Yep. Um, yeah, mold the kid, teach him how to play, teach him all you gotta do is teach people not to turn the fucking ball over. Yeah, there that's it really. And make your throws. Yeah. You know? And um, I mean honestly Herbert was suspected to be a number one pick for the last few years. So I really? mean, yeah. Like from the second he became the starter, people oh, he's a Heisman candidate, he's gonna be, you know, a number one draft pick and you know No shit. Yep. I mean that's like uh, another guy that was suspected to be a number one pick, uh Jake Fromm just completely fell oh, in the he draft. Fell so far. Dude, in the draft, yeah. So far. Yeah. I honestly though, like I, of, of all the college teams that I do watch, Georgia mm-hmm. actually is who I watch. Yeah. Um, I didn't think Jake Fromm was that good. You know, I didn't see enough from him to be like he was going to be a number one pick potential. Yeah, I didn't see that at all. Like even in the t- highlight tapes that they showed, I didn't see it. Yeah. Um. So we we like we said, Carolina took Derek Brown. Yeah. They got the best D tackle in the draft. Easy. Yeah. Um. So Arizona at eight took your guy Isaiah Simmons. Dude, Arizona's not fucking around. They're not. They're they're looking legit. And honestly, this is this is like their Honey Badger 2.0. Yeah. Cuz he's he's built like him. He can play all over the field. Yeah. And I mean I mean this guy can like edge rush and play fucking corner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as, as well as cover things over the top. I mean, this kid honestly has potential he's special. to be something real special. Yeah. Um that's why I kind of wanted the Lions to take him, but you know, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean the the is is excited. I'm I'm This is what happens excited. when you have a few holes in your defense though. Right. Like you can't fill all of them as much as you would love to. You you just can't. Yeah. I mean is here's I'm as excited to watch Isaiah Simmons play football mm-hmm. as I was to see uh Devin White. Yeah. Out of LSU play for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Same scenario, man. Like yeah. these guys are just different. Like they're you know? built different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like we said, Jacksonville took corner out of yep. Florida. And Cleveland, I they, think they got the best offensive tackle in the draft. I could be wrong. Yeah. But. I mean, and honestly, they needed to because, yeah, Baker played like trash last year. Part of it could be because of the line. Yeah. Even though the line held up enough for, you know, Chubb to bust off and be, you know, almost the leading rusher in the league until yeah. Derrick Henry just took it and ran at the end of the season. Right, right. But, yeah, I mean, you, you got to invest in Baker. And, I mean, if you're investing in him, you don't need to invest in receivers. You're stacked there. Mm-hmm. You've got a tight end. You've got running backs. So you have to build up the line to be better. Right. Um, so, I mean, just, let's just kind of cover the notables. We did the, you know, the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think Denver hit on Jerry Judy. Yeah. Out of Alabama. That's I, actually a steal for them. Yeah. I, I didn't think he was going to fall that far. Right. And Denver actually got a few wide receivers in this draft mm-hmm. who I think could change the entire dynamic of that. You know what was team. the draft pick I kind of laughed about? Which one? Uh, Alab- I mean, uh, Oakland taking uh, Ruggs. Right, right. Because that that was a straight Al Davis move. Yeah. Because yeah. he, the fastest receiver in the draft, I'm taking him. Yeah. Al, you got you got more holes. Just fastest guy. Take yeah. him. Just give me the f- fucking dude with the wheels. Yep. <laughs> like, that was the most Raiders draft pick I've ever seen. Yeah. I, honestly, I mean, like, like we said with San Fran, they took Javon Kinlaw. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like mean, that. fucking Gruden Mayhawk were, you know, doing air fives. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, like, man, that's. Speaking of the guys on wheels, mm-hmm. let me, have you seen this? I don't know if you have yet. I didn't even send, I forgot to send it to you. The NFL is investing in a wheelchair league. What? Bro. 
<laughs> okay, look, I initially want to say this is going to be hot garbage, but I'm very intrigued and I will support. <laughs> Dude, Google it. I'm serious. This is a real thing. They what? they announced it at the draft. What? Yeah, so they're what, investing. Was this like one of those day four things? I don't know. What, I, like I don't day know. three where it was like that third day and it's like, eh, you know. Wow. They really are doing a wheelchair football league. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of intrigued. Kind of, I this I this will be my most watched <laughs> <laughs> fucking sport, bro. <laughs> oh my god, how fucking great would it be? Okay, okay. So look, speaking of most watched sports, hear me out. This is gonna be very controversial. <sighs> so hear. remember how back in the day they used to have the bum fights videos? Yeah, crackhead races. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, just imagine <laughs> the money to be made. These are prime athletes. Just give them a little bit of cracking and boom, they're gone. All right, all right, folks. This is what the quarantine has done to the show. <laughs> we need new sports content, we, so we're making new leagues now. We've turned this into hypothetical sports leagues. Uh, <laughs> no, but, I mean, we could honestly start that. We're... We live in Detroit, you know. Let's let's go do crackhead sports. You know why not? Like man, and I mean it would cost us nothing considering no. like no one's walking around. You know they can't panhandle right now. They can't. And I mean, what you could just I mean maybe you buy them a crack rock and then they're good. Yeah, yeah. But we would have to start selling cracks. So, we would. Yeah. yeah. This sounds like an episode of It's Always Sunny, just spiraling. It does. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, wait, are you guys really thinking this through? Don't don't worry, yeah. guys. Don't worry. Well, Next the, the NFL beat us to it. And, yeah. and I think, honestly, I don't know. You got a good idea, but the NFL might have fucking yeah, you know, like dropped they, the granddaddy of all of They kind of knocked it out the park there, man. Yeah. But so my buddies, we were talking about this, and they were sending all these puns like, man, I can't wait till this thing gets rolling. And, you know. <laughs> I'm glad the NFL is helping them get on their feet, and you know all these. Oh like, my god! You know, there's they just kept going. I'm yeah. like, dude, enough! You know, you guys are. And I told them I was like, you guys, they kept beating like the same two puns into the ground, which oh it was god. funny. I laughed, and uh, you know, like there's so many other good things that you could say about like guys that are playing through injury. You know? Man, <laughs> that's just great. That's great and hilarious. Like, oh my god! But can you imagine watching a fucking football game with a bunch of guys in wheelchairs dude that's fucking hilarious like just just think about it because i mean right. honestly when i first saw like you know guys playing basketball in wheelchairs i was like yeah all right this is interesting you know but you know football is a different breed like is it gonna be rugby oh my god imagine wheelchair rugby oh man yeah oh my god because yeah. that's just no holds barred yeah like, those guys are just rolling we need to start the wheelchair rugby league yeah yeah vince mcmahon just get him on the phone. And right. Say, hey, look, dude. like, hey, Vince, we got an idea. It's going to make you money. Really? Yeah. Yes. It's like, dude, sign me up. American rugby in wheelchairs. Man. That would be so crazy to see. Just be so lit. But I'm, I I don't know. I mean, do you really think I, I absolutely 100% am tuning into that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to watch, too. Yeah. Since I don't have my XFL anymore, RIP to the XFL. Yeah. Yeah, they're done. Done, done. That sucks, man. man they, like, they actually like started, dude, and they actually had a guy get drafted right, from the XFL. Right? Yeah, like what? Come on now. Like I'm really hurt by that one. I'm really, really hurt. 
Yeah. So speaking of the draft, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. as from a Lions standpoint, um, I liked how the rest of the division drafted. Um, you know, um, I'm okay with Justin Jefferson going to Minnesota. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, well, they know. actually had two first round picks, didn't they? Uh, did they? Because they moved up and they got that corner from uh, San Francisco. I think at like 30, 31, yeah, 32. Yeah, yep, they did. Yeah. Yeah. So yep, they, glad they had two first rounders. Yep. Um, don't love that, obviously. I don't. Um, but, but I do love Green Bay. Taking Jordan Love. Man, yeah. just. Just doing it, man. When They're your franchise it. player says, we haven't taken a skill position guy in five or six drafts yeah. early on. So how do you like them apples, Aaron? So what do you do to answer <laughs> that question? Hey, our two best players on offense, let's draft guys to replace them inevitably. Your first two picks are literally quarterback and running back. You could have moved up in the second round and got them. I mean, well, not even that. Green Bay doesn't need a running back. They have two guys that can start at running back week in, week oh, out. Oh, you're talking yeah. about – okay, I thought we were still in love. I, oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. I, I missed you. But, I mean, time. even then – yeah, even with taking love when they did. Yeah. Dude, like – I mean, every time Green Bay went up to draft, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. They're going to turn it around here. Yeah, and, and they, they didn't. kept blowing they it, They just dude. kept blowing it over and over. Oh, it was a great draft. Like, we saw last year their biggest glaring concern is receiver or tight end. Yeah, absolutely. and they did nothing to correct that. Well, that's you know, Devontae Adams had an injury. Which, he did, which makes but sense, but you have to have some sort. You of have step. to have somebody to compliment Devontae Adams right. and step up when he's not there. And you let Allison go, <laughs> which it's not the biggest thing, but you can't afford to let guys walk when you're desperate for weapons. Didn't we get him? Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I feel like he's gonna go on a tear in both of those games. He might. He just might. He got screwed. I mean, they had yeah. um, who's a. Uh, uh, the other guy, he's got three names. Uh, Volta Scandling. Yeah, Volta Scandling. Yeah. I mean, like, they did Allison dirty because yeah, they played did. well yep. in, in Adam's absence, and then they just kept feeding Volta Scandling. And yep. it's like, which one's going to, you know, eventually take over? And then yeah. Aaron Rodgers, like, no, this new kid, the rookie that I said to draft. Yep. You know, and that didn't pan out. It didn't at all. Yeah. So, so you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Maybe they're just, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're preparing be for the future, sick, though. I mean, wouldn't you be sick of Aaron Rodgers' shit? Yeah. Right now, like some guy who thinks he can just fucking roll in, call all the shots, yeah. which he can. He's he, a fucking Green Bay Packers quarterback. Yeah, but he's the guy that you kicked out Brett Favre for. Yeah. So you and know. I mean, you know, from a from a from a head coach, from a GM standpoint, you know, this guy basically runs the fucking city. Yeah, he does. And yep. you know, all these cheese heads, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. That's not so how they good. talk. That's that's like Rodgers to Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. We gotta love the guy. Yeah, but I mean, like. I, I would be sick of his shit, too. I'd take a fucking quarterback in the first round just out of spite. So oh, yeah. maybe that's what they did. I love it. Yeah. Um, But they, yeah, they blew this draft. Oh, they totally did. Yeah. Um, Other notables in the first round. Uh, The fact that Miami, you know, they actually started. They thought they were putting together a fucking team, you know? Yeah. They're banking all shit. Like, yeah. They're going to have a really good young squad. And oh, I yeah. It'll take them a few years to put it together. And honestly, they, they've got a good coach. I kind of like their coach. Flores, like he's yeah, I, I, I he seems like he's gonna be one of those few that come out of the New England tree that can actually be a solid coach for a team yeah. if you give him the time and you know build around him yeah and his philosophy yeah um I think Atlanta hit well in the corner uh, yeah I think Dallas actually got another good wide receiver they really did and they didn't even need CD Lamb either that's the thing yeah but you know he fell but like him. he he falls to you so it's like why not you know 
well, in a season where Dak almost throws for 5,000 yards, yeah. it's like, dude, just keep giving him help. Yep, just keep giving him and assets. And you have to plan, or, or wait, did they pay Amari? They pay Cooper. Yeah. They pay Cooper. They just haven't paid Dak. Shit. Yeah. I mean, they could be onto something, dude. Like, yep. hey, Dak, you're replaceable, you yep. know? But I don't see it. I, think, I don't see I think, that. I think, yeah. I think they'll take that hit on defense. Because mm-hmm. um, they're going to have to soon. Yeah. And who who's the kid, uh, the lefty? He used to play for the Lions, a quarterback. Who's the offensive coordinator? Oh, uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Yeah. yeah, I think you know he's shown that he's just going to air that motherfucker out. Yeah, he dude. is. Which sucks because realistically, they're better when they f- roll through Zeke than when they roll through Dak. Not really. Not really. I'll have to agree, disagree there. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they had some games where they fell short early on, you know, but that's because they tried to establish a run. Yeah. You know, against the Packers, the Packers just went yeah. up, and then it's like, okay, well. Now we're forced to throw the ball. Yeah, true. And it's just because they couldn't get the run game going. But yeah. But you know, you know, I feel like had the two steals of the first two rounds. Who? Baltimore. Baltimore did, yeah. Because they got the linebacker who's From a stud, LSU. and then they got J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Which they didn't even need J.K. Dobbins, but now you have him, right? And Ingram in the backfield. This yeah. could be Kamara and Ingram two point to a degree, like. You really have a chance for that. And then you add in, you know, Lamar Jackson in the backfield with them too. Yeah. Dude, where's the ball going? Right. Well, <laughs> you have no idea. My biggest thing uh, was Kansas City taking uh, the LSU running back. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. Because I thought Swift would have fit reason, in perfectly. That's the whole reason we went uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. And I feel like the Lions got the best back in the draft. They, they probably did. Yeah. Um, I, I, mm, yeah. Because he's got the less wear and tear on him, too. Right, so you'll get right. more years out of him. Right. Because for the longest, I was thinking that Dobbins was the best back in the draft. Well, Jonathan Taylor looked really good. Oh, he's, he's looked really good, too. Wisconsin could go anywhere last year and just they run could. the ball down your throat. But dude. the way that Dobbins was running yeah. down people's throats, like especially the Michigan game, yeah. oh, my God. They, there was no answer for him. Uh-huh. Like he's just literally wrecking up 200 yards like it's nothing. Yeah. Um. Second round notables for me, the Rams. I like Cam Akers. Oh. Um, kid runs hard. I feel like he could just come in and just kind just of be a day one starter. Yeah. 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 Um, honestly, the the Colts. The Colts had a great second round because you got Jonathan Taylor and you got Michael Pittman. Two playmakers. Sorry. Who, who did, oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Colts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like both in the second round. Right. Um, let's see who else was a good one in the second round. Um, Philly taking Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that I did not was, see that one coming. Yeah, that was I did a big not shocker. understand that one. Right. A lot of people don't understand it. Philly fans don't even understand it. Yeah, a and lot of safeties went in the second round. Yeah, a quite a few. Quite and honestly, a few. that probably the fact that Swift fell to us was probably the reason why the Lions didn't take a safety early. Yep, which probably. you you tend to have to. Yep. Um, if you're gonna get you know somebody that's really gonna step in and just play. Yeah. Um. But I, I love the fact that we got, in our first two rounds, the best corner, the yep. best back. Let's fucking, let's go, you know? Yep. And then, I mean, the third round honestly wasn't too bad. I mean, you took Aquara, who. I like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, his brother plays for the team. Yep. Or is his cousin? His, his brother, His right? brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, And he may get cut. He might. But, but this guy seems like he's just the much better version. Yeah. You know? 
Um, I, I really like that pick at three. Honestly, I like all the Lions picks, dude. I mean, especially investing in the line more, too, when you let your yeah. best old lineman go. Yeah. So you needed to invest in your line. That was smart. So, you know, it it happens. Um, who else was a notable second or third? Because well, they moved up in the third round. Yeah. Um, and they got uh, the kid from Ohio State. Yep. Um, yeah. The guard out of Ohio State. Yep. Uh, J- Jonah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Jonah Jackson. Yeah. And then. Uh, they take another one later. Fourth round, they take another one. Yeah. Uh, the kid from Kentucky, who actually looked like a fucking stud. You know? Yeah. So the, the line might be bouncing back. It should be bouncing back this year. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, you pair. And I mean, especially adding Swift to yeah, the equation. You pair Carrion Johnson. Yeah. yeah. With Swift, I think we could have a great one two punch. Yep. Um, some of my other people that I talk to, they think that it's Carrion Johnson could be cut. That's the kind of like what they think Swift. Well, is. Swift has that potential to just push Carryon Johnson out the door. So, right. like, my realistic hope for this year is that you know it is a dual backfield set where you know both are utilized equally. Yeah. But I can honestly see DeAndre Swift just taking the ball out of Carryon's hands, and that's the end of Carryon Johnson. Right. Yeah. Um. So round five, we go and get Quintez Cephas. Yeah. Uh, the wide receiver out of Wisconsin. Yeah. Did you see what Jeff Okuda said about this guy? Oh, he said he was the best uh, receiver he's played up against. Yeah. Yeah. And to for us to go down and grab him in the fifth round, I mean, this could be a Galladay situation all it over could. again. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. And honestly, this could be a little bit better than Galladay because where Galladay, you know, played a few games in his first year but got hurt, I don't think Cephas is going to play that much this year per se because you've still got Marvin, you've got Galladay. Yeah. You've got um, – Amendola. You've got Amendola. You've got um, – what's his name as well too? Um Marvin Hall, which you, I liked him as a deep threat yeah, last year. I you also really liked him. You as a deep also threat. have uh, Allison too. Yeah. So Cephas might not get that much clock this year, but right. he'll be around enough guys where he can learn. Yeah. And be good when he comes around next year yeah. to actually play. And then on top of that, I, I see Hawkinson being the most improved player oh, yeah. tight end. Yeah. In terms from a receiving aspect. Yeah. Um, like unless Denver starts airing it out more and going to Fant a lot. Well, Denver's going to air it out. But yeah, they're going to air it out. They, but they, they picked up so many three, receivers now, so but they might not go to three stud running backs, too. Three stud running backs. They've got some studs at tight end uh, because they still got Jake Butt, who yeah, I still feel yeah. can, if he can stay healthy, he could be a good tight end in the NFL. Very true. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you 100% there. Hang on, I drop my uh, yeah. And, I mean, also, like, they've got weapons at receiver for days. Yeah. Yeah. Now, dude, Denver, I, they, they may have turned the franchise back around. They may have. That division is going to be real nasty. I mean, it is every year, though. Yeah. But, like, their first or two no, picks. no, no, no. Sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, no, the West is usually NM- pretty solid, I'm, though. I'm thinking yeah. NMC West. Oh, yeah. But, no, the AFC West usually is pretty solid. Like, yeah. it's usually a fight. Well, especially in Denver's, you know, heyday. Yeah. You know, when they had Manning and fucking. And then you got to think, Denver went wide receiver the first two picks in the draft. Right. That's and I'm they saying. already still have Cortland Sutton. Yeah, a number one receiver. Noah Fant, Jake Butt. They've got Melvin Gordon. Royce they believe Freeman, in Drew Locke. Phil, yeah. They believe in Drew Locke. And they took another tight end, too. Yeah, from Missouri. Really? Yep. So they're, they're looking to feed their guy, and I'm totally fine with that. I mean, if you if you but that's what a franchise needs to do, honestly. Like, right. if you draft a quarterback and you honestly believe this quarterback is going to be the face of your franchise. Yeah. You have to invest in them, and you can't halfway invest. Yeah, and I mean that Peyton Manning kind of signed off on it. If Peyton gives you the go ahead, like this kid's good, yeah, he's going to be great. 
Peyton is not just gonna slouch. Yeah. Like no. And I mean, John always got a. He, he's. I don't know if he necessarily has an eye for it, but yeah. Um, you know, just going based off of his last few other quarterbacks that he drafted, but yeah. I mean. Dude, if you found a guy that you think is really that guy, what you do is surround him with talent. That's as where, much as you can. Yeah, and that's where the Lions lacked for a long time. Yep. Like, yes, they tried to put Ryan Broyles in, you know, who's who broke, would have been a stud who, who if he would have actually been able to play, but he stayed hurt. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, they drafted a wide receiver in the first round of every draft. Yep. You know, since Stafford, or no, that was Harrington actually. Yeah, the Harrington years yeah. they took a receiver, so they were trying to invest in Harrington. Right. But right. Harrington just wasn't that good. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's that's what you do as a, as as a team. Yeah. Um. They've already got a, a decent defense. Mm-hmm. Um. They've got some studs. Do they still have Chris Harris, or did he move on? Uh, Chris Harris is gone, but they got AJ Bouye. Oh yeah, yeah that's they brought right. in AJ. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um. Still got Von Miller. You know. Yeah. You still got Bradley Chubb. Yep. So Bradley yeah. Bradley Chubb's a fucking. I think he's going to take the league by storm next year. He should because he got hurt last year. So you yeah. know. Yeah. No, next year you're going to be like. Who the fuck is this guy, yeah. and why is he Terrell Suggs reincarnated? Basically, you yeah. know, dude, like it's funny because like the Broncos were one of the first teams I liked as a kid too. Yeah, <laughs> old old Jake Plummer throwing them forty two hundred yards. Yep, Jake Plummer, Elway, Greasy, yeah, even the Greasy years. Yep. Um, we traded our sixth rounder to New England. They took yeah. the the guard out of Michigan. Uh, what else did the Lions do? Um, short of that, I think they took somebody in the seventh. Who was it? Um, they took a. I know they took a D tackle late. Yeah, but didn't they? They took a D in from Ohio State in the seventh round. Yep. But didn't they pick up a kicker or something? No, they didn't. They didn't go kicker. They took or a. Kicker, they took a, a running back. They didn't like pick up a pick one up off of undrafted. Probably picked him up off of undrafted. Okay. Yeah, because they need a punter. Because you know Sam Martin's gone. Right, which right. was stupid. But so stupid. He was like literally an X factor on our yeah. team. But you know, it yeah. is what it is. Um, no, outside of you know not taking a punter later, whatever. I I really like what the Lions did in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was strong. I think getting the two best players at their positions, which are very important positions, yeah, is you know you won the draft. I, I don't know if they necessarily had the best draft out of everybody. But I think yeah, I wouldn't say the best, but they did a great draft yeah. overall. It's hard to beat Miami and what they did. Yeah, because um, I mean Miami had like fifty million picks in the right, first round, right. so yeah, yeah. So, um, but filling the holes that you needed, we obviously needed offensive line. We need defensive help, which we didn't get a whole lot of that in the draft. But you got to really, I mean, if you're gonna go banking on the fucking bend don't break system, yeah, it really doesn't matter who you have in your defense. Yeah, it's just a matter of guys doing their fucking job. Exactly. I think if you throw in a few more blitzes in the season, you honestly were just a fucking, you know, a couple, a few hundred yards away from, you know, having a winning team. Yep. Easily. So surrounding Stafford with good players. I'm about to piss my pants, Chris. I'm going to put this on pause for two seconds. You good. You good. All right. All right, folks. Sorry for the half a second delay, if that. Slight pause. Slight pause for you two know. seconds. Uh, but we're going to pause and jump onto something else. I think we covered the draft, right? Yeah, we covered it. We we, we did it. At least what we like. Right. We don't you know. care what you like. You know. No. So like, <laughs> we, we have teams that did great, you know, teams that did horrible. Um, it is what it is, you know, yeah. at this point. I mean, there are a lot of stuff that we missed and just kind of brushed over, but I mean. Yeah. As a Lions fan, we're fucking we're ecstatic. Yeah, I'm like you know this has me like halfway 
debating on giving up on this season, but I'm still going to give up on this season as a fan because I'm like, I'm a, I'm a cheer that they do good, but not like as actively as I have in the past. Like, I'm not too pressed to watch games as much this year. Here's me. I did that last year. Yeah, see? Um, I think it played in my favor last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially with the way the year went last year. That's what I'm saying. I did not invest myself as much last season. Yep. Um, I like Swift a lot. Yeah. I, I don't like that they got rid of Slay, but I do like that yeah. they replaced him. Yep. And like I said, I really think that you're just a few fucking blitzes away from really making yeah, if the games they, wins. Like, if they can actually come into the season and show that they can run a defense properly, yeah. because the offense is not the problem this year. It's not. It's not. No, like, the offense not. is a fine-tuned machine, and it's actually going to get better. The problem is the defense. It, it all depends on Stafford. Yeah. We've seen it time and time again where he comes out. Yeah. Yes, he's been hurt, but, dude, we've got a fucking franchise quarterback who, quite frankly, could win an MVP. He could, yeah. Um, he was on pace last year. You're right. To contend for one, so, it would have been better. I, I think I'll buy back in a little bit this year. Yeah. I'm not going to get fully invested like I do every other year. Oh, no. I get fucking shattered every single year. Because, like, by week eight, you're just devastated, and it's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, so um, we're switching gears here. You had a question that yeah. you wanted to ask. So, yeah, going up for a rebound, who comes down? KG, Charles Barkley, uh-huh. Draymond, Ben Wallace, or Dennis Rodman? Ben Wallace or Dennis Rodman? Like that's that's and I my sound like tro- such a homer when it, I say it that. It really does, but it's when you think about it, it's like it's either those two or Chuck that's coming down with it. Like they're gonna outmuscle Draymond. They're gonna outmuscle KG. Draymond will probably get elbowed and be out of it. <laughs> okay, so let's put it this way: if we're picking one, mm-hmm. who is it? I'm going Ben Wallace, dude. I've never seen anybody rebound the way that that guy does. Yeah, he was so since, aggressive since. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Dennis, just because his hustle, like his hustle for a rebound, was ridiculous. Yeah, you, and he had the length over Ben too. So the fact that Ben Wallace was six nine. Yeah, Shaq, in his probably his prime. He was in his prime. Yeah, um, could not handle what Ben Wallace and and I'm talking strictly like, o two to o four Ben Wallace. Yeah. Right. Versus Rodman in his heyday, I'm saying give me Ben Wallace, dude. That's fair. That's fair. Now, if if we're saying grab the rebound and score the bucket, anybody else? Yeah, anybody else. But just grabbing a rebound. But as far as just pure strength, going up and getting, it, I mean, yeah. dude, Ben Wallace could touch the back of the top of the backboard. Yeah, he could. He was he six could. nine. But I mean, Dennis could get up there, and he was lanky as shit too. I know, real lanky. I know, but like ben he had Wallace that length. Was, Ben Wallace was too strong. Yeah. He was, he just, I mean. The I mean, you can't really have a bad choice between those two. There's no bad choice between the two. No, I think. Yeah. but I, I, I think, I think Ben Wallace is the best rebounder I've ever seen. That's fair. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. I think Drummond just lucks out because of his size. Yeah, his size. I, I think that he puts himself, he, he's a good rebounder. He's Don't a good rebounder. Wrong. I mean, he, and he has a good drive for going for one, but. Against those guys, yeah. that's a different breed. Yeah, that no. is a different breed. Ben Wallace is the best pure. Like I'll go up and I'll get a rebound. Yeah, and I mean KG was a monster rebounding, but against those guys, yeah. nah. No, I'm we're, not. we're talking the best of all time. Yeah, I, I think Drummond. He's like I. I think like if you if him and a guard are chasing a ball down, the guard's gonna let him get it. Yeah, Ben Wallace, he earned the majority of his. Yep. You know, he wasn't just 
you know, there. It wasn't all just like fast break fucking nah. threes like it is nowadays. Ben was literally just cleaning boards left and right. Yeah. I mean, he was f- battling for him. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd take Ben Wallace there. So, That's fair. Um, we also wanted to touch on the um, the the Bulls documentary, The Last Which Dance. is a perfect segue considering, you know, <laughs> Rodman was just in a conversation <laughs> right, there. Right, And also Ben Wallace who played for the Pistons. Yeah, exactly. You know? And man, it was real spicy yesterday. Bad boy segment of uh, the last dance. Yeah. Real, real spicy. It was good. I mean, it's it's so nice actually seeing. And the the thing that I love about Jordan, mm-hmm. as much as a scumbag, is he's got no filter really. He doesn't. Like, oh. I'm sure he's probably got a bunch of NDAs he can't say on fucking yeah. screen, but. He but he's just, just like letting it fly. Yeah, he's got a cigar and a fucking yep. cognac next to him. Yeah, and he's just letting it rip, dude. He's like, like hey, what y'all want to know? Yeah, he goes, I'm telling the fucking story. It's ESPN, whatever. Yeah, it happened. Can't fucking punish him for it now. Nope. You know, he's not, gonna, he's not gonna come out and say his dad. You know, he got his dad murdered, but right, like that's not gonna happen. But you know, hey, sips tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I mean, like, oh, I, I, it's. I've had. This is probably. My favorite, you know, documentary slash thirty for thirty. Now I haven't seen the Bad Boys one. Dude, yet. the Bad Boys one. I heard it was I w- fantastic. I will say, as far as thirty for thirties, the Bad Boys, uh, the one that they did about the U, the first part about the U, I didn't see that one. Those were the two best thirty for thirties they ever made. Really, like, hands down, no debate. Yeah, like they were just on another level. Because like basically, what the Bad Boys segment was on this. Yeah, the thirty for thirty was that on steroids. Nice. Yeah, so like it was like a lot more in depth. Like yeah, and you got to know the team and how they even got there at right. that point. Well, I mean, this is obviously you know yeah, it's talking, more so centered on it's, Jordan it's and the Bulls. Glorifying you yeah. know what Michael Jordan was as an yeah, not even an athlete, dude. The dude was a fucking icon. Yeah, you know, he and was. I think they're doing a really good job at displaying the greatness. Yeah. Um, you know, of really what surrounded the team because a lot of the young people who don't. Haven't ha- didn't have the opportunity like you and I did to you know see this team in action back in the day. Yeah, because um, I gr- I grew up watching this. This is like literally my my first memories of watching basketball was like oh shit Michael Jordan's on. We're right. watching this. You know? Yeah, and um, you know I grew up. My my stepdad was like the biggest Michael Jordan fan of all mm-hmm. time. You know he's from North Carolina. You know watched him the whole way. So right. I mean Michael Jordan was a fucking big deal in our house. Yeah. And mostly everybody's in the fucking nineties. Who am Everybody, I kidding? Yeah, like you know? you know, like if you were from Detroit to a degree, I understood if you hated Mike. Yeah, because you know Chicago. Yeah. but you know, short of that, yeah, like you just you couldn't help it. You yeah, help but like the guy. But I mean, I I lived in you know Florida, Virginia, right. you know, all over the East Coast. Yeah, um, I always still said you know I, I like Detroit sports. You know, right. I was born in you know the fucking right here in Detroit exactly. area, and it was just like I like Detroit sports always loved the tigers like but yeah you know b- basketball i was able to kind of like watch other teams before i was right. even able to see the pistons yeah um just the way the shit was televised you know you the know, way the shit the, that came yeah, across, yeah so broadcasting rights and stuff it's not like it is now where you could literally see a team anytime right yeah. like there's people in london like rooting for sports teams exactly um but yeah i I mean, Michael Jordan was a huge fucking deal in our house. So to actually see this, you know, it's very nostalgic for somebody like me. Yeah. Um, and then also just kind of get like, you know, it's not like we're, you know, any of these guys passed away or anything. Like they're all fucking here. They're all fucking telling the story. Yep. You know, everybody's and, telling their portion of the story. Yeah, exactly. And I can't wait for, you know, there's still six episodes of this shit, bro. Yeah. Like I can't wait to see it fucking, you know, break down the whole like crowd situation. 
you know, Jordan going to, you know, Washington, him telling that story. Yeah. You know, Phil Jackson moving on, going to the Lakers. Yeah. Like, that's going to be some crazy that's shit. That's going to be crazy when it gets to that portion of the segments. Right. One of my buddies were telling me, um, and I kind of laughed about it, uh, the part where um, Phil Jackson, you know, that trivia thing. Have you seen that mm. trivia? Like, yeah. by fa- by the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um <laughs> The trivia thing keeps coming on. It was like can Phil Jackson is the only winning, only coach to coach 20 consecutive winning seasons or something. Oh, yeah. And they're really fucking missing on the part where he left the fucking He's Lakers like, in the I'm dust. I'm going to head out. Like, yeah, what? I'm exactly. gone, bro. Yep. And then once they fucking figured out bringing Gasol, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take back over. Right. Like, I'll come back. Yeah. I'm done with my sabbatical. That was a joke. Remember Kobe in those years, though? Man, that dude was like he was on a tear. He was like Dwayne Wade when Dwayne Wade had nothing and squeezed into the eight spot. Yep. Uh, Kobe was on a fucking different playing level, dude. It was like yeah. Jordan in the early years. Yep. And, you know, this document or this documentary really highlights that like Jordan 88, 89. Yep. You know, like that's what Kobe really did. Really he did was. it later in his career, yep. too. That was after he already had championships. Yeah. And yeah, man, that shit's crazy. Um, but I, I really like seeing, you know, uh, like Dude, with, the freaking pick that they showed to Phil Jackson when they were saying that he tried acid. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I know, dude. Like, just what? That shit's way too funny. Man. Like, you know, and, and for especially, you got to think of like for young athletes, dude, that when they're watching Man. this, you know, I guarantee you as soon as we get back, dude, somebody's going to be walking around with pink hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally is. Yeah, you totally. know, or blonde hair. They're going to do the robbing. Yeah, they're going to die cheetah print and stuff. It's just it's just crazy though, because like you've heard all these years of how, you know, Phil was the Zen master, and like this yeah. in-depth explanation of him like actually taking the time to get to know his players, right? So right. that he can bring out the best of them for the team. Yeah, a lot of coaches don't do that. Yeah, it's rare that you have a coach that actually will take that effort and care about their team enough to do that. Yeah, and I mean, we we saw it live, mm-hmm. so like it it really like when hearing him say it now. Yeah, and they haven't said this. Well, they did say it about Jordan, but he didn't really talk talk about Kobe in this sense, mm-hmm. uh, where he's taken guys that are superstar, mm-hmm. like fucking superstar, like n- not even superstar, like legendary, yeah, basketball players, and he's turned them into like Something just transcendent maestros of a full offense. Versus, you know, being just the focal point, you're you like, can score, so you're going to realistically imagine if LeBron would have been in a triangle offense, dude. So, like, I, with his ball handling skills, well, I, I think that LeBron has, um, because that one guy, Eric Spoostra, or whatever, yeah, Spoostra, yeah. Spoostra, yeah, he. He doesn't necessarily run a triangle, but they do mm. run a version of it. Yeah, it's like a variation. Um, and you really saw... You but saw that was the prime with, LeBron. Yeah, but you saw that with Dwayne Wade and mm. Chris Bosh. I mean, you know, all those guys, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think, you know, Bosh probably averaged 18, 19, 20 points a game mm. um, with those Miami Heat teams. Dwayne yeah. Wade was probably in the 20s. Yep. You know, LeBron, a little closer to 30, but, you know, yeah. he's also averaging, you know, probably right. eight, nine rebounds, eight exactly. assists a game. Um, but I, I I believe that they ran some sort of version like of it. Like a variation. Yeah. I don't think it was absolutely the triangle, but because the triangle, if you, and actually they did a great I mean, job teams have tried to implement it. the triangle, but the way it works is just. It's it's a swing game. Yeah. But it's really like you 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 put the ball, 
down and if the defense is pressure if the defense pressures it mm-hmm. you always have a guy that's swinging yep. so there's always going to be a guy who's on the move ahead of his defender yeah, yeah. if 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 there's any sort of double team which that's why it, you know would work with Shaq mm-hmm. and with Kobe is because it frees up another guy you're always going to have a wide open guy if there's a double team yeah um we we ran something similar to it when i played basketball in middle school mm-hmm. um our coach was you know probably a fucking you know, oh, a yeah. Bulls fan or a Lakers fan. Like, we're it's gonna like, run oh, this. Yeah, the triangle offense. So I yeah. actually had to learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm pretty familiar with it, but yeah, there's always a swing. There's always gonna be a guy rotating. There's yeah. always like where you can go at least two spots at all times with the ball. Mm-hmm. And then if you got a guy who's really good, he's just gonna outplay his defender. It's right. simple as that. Pretty much. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Anywho, um, yeah. So what else? I mean, this documentary is fucking. It's, it's really like taking me over, dude. The last yeah. two weeks, I thought the first two episodes, and we haven't done a show since yeah. you know this has dropped. Yep, we haven't. Like um, it's been really, really good though. Yeah. yeah. And you texted me like during it, and you're like, dude, there just there really hasn't been a dull moment it hasn't. in this whole thing, and I, I 100% agree. With like that. it's not a point where I'm like, all right, I could just go and do something real quick. Like no, right. I'm like you literally waiting for yeah the freaking you know yeah. like man. Yep. I mean, seeing Michael Jordan in Paris, like that's the type of like. Oh, we'll talk about this talk in about. a second. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share the we'll share this with you in a second. Um, but yeah, man, the like you see Michael Jordan like get off the fucking plane in Paris, and like there's yeah. just a group of people like that kind of puts into perspective like where he was on the landscape of like you know stardom. Mm-hmm. You know, he was Michael Jordan was like bigger than life at the time. Yep, and you know LeBron has never reached that. Nah, still, still. Like, he's still climbing that iconic level that Jordan was at. It's just hard. I mean, like, in, in L.A., he might have a little better shot of yeah. being that. But, I mean, everybody knows who LeBron James is, but it's mm-hmm. not like they're going to tune in every time he's on. Yeah. Like, Michael like a lot Jordan, of people do, but... Michael Jordan, you could tur- you could yeah. literally convince anybody to watch a basketball game in the 90s. Exactly. Just to see him play. And, you know, that's yeah. got me thinking. The idea I told you about. What? Like, we, we should... I'm going to really look into, like, breaking down some of this stuff. And do like a, a goat bracket, like where yeah, it's yeah, actually like, yeah. you know, but there's like factors into it. So, you know, your awards, those are a factor. Yeah. You know, like championships, those can tally into being a factor. Yeah. Records that you held or, you know, broke, those are factors. Right. Like, you know, and then you can add these things up to really kind of have an idea who was the actual goat at that point. Right. And, you know, another I, I really like the segment you you brought that up. And I, I think it's just, we're absolutely going to bring that in the next probably four episodes. I don't know oh, yeah. which one it'll be, uh, but we're definitely going to do a goat. We can actually even do a segue into it because yeah. I, I think it's that good. I mean, we could do it for each sport, too, if we honestly wanted to. Well, here's what I was thinking is it doesn't even have to just be a sports thing. Mm-hmm. Like any like what you you said like one thing that we're gonna do is say you know what really determines a goat yeah um so I mean we could do it for like actors and stuff honestly acting yeah. like fucking music artists yeah. anything you know like just any anything that you could be the best at right you know just, this is why you are and this is like what puts you on that like pedestal. these are the accolades that got you to that level yeah. of being that icon that you are think of it this way like what do you who's the first golfer you think of tiger not even close right yeah. like you wouldn't even think like like you don't debate it yeah right and like if you're just like oh a golfer like tiger woods is always going to be the top yeah like when you hear tennis 
you only think of certain names. You think Serena or you think like yeah. Federer. Yeah. That's it. Right. Um, and, the, you know, those guys are great. Yeah. But are they on the same pedestal as somebody like Tiger Woods? Or so, like, I say Serena is the closest to it. Close. Yeah. Close. Like anybody knows who Serena Because, like, everybody knows who Serena Williams right. is. It's just it's no question. You can go to the yeah. gas station and literally the fucking attendant who knows nothing about sports mm-hmm. probably knows who Serena Williams is. Oh, yeah, easily. He yeah. for sure knows who Tiger Woods is. Yeah, yeah. He for sure knows Michael Jordan. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's where yeah. I think, like, there's levels to being the greatest yeah. at what you're doing. Because, I mean, it's like people who avidly watch football will have Jim Brown, like, pretty much up there in their best running back conversation. But to the casual eye, average person ain't saying Jim Brown. The average person, everybody knows Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows Tom Brady. Well, I mean, even like just running back, you know, like yeah, like the average person will say probably Barry or you know Walter Payton. Yeah, so that's basically the answer you're gonna get. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, no, I think I think Barry yeah. Sanders might actually be you know right mm-hmm. there in terms of pinnacle. Yeah. You know? And yeah. why? What do you? Because the name of, just carries so much weight. Yeah. yeah. In terms of wide receiver, I mean, you know, you th- you think a Randy Moss. Yep. Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Calvin right. Johnson. Right. You know, it's basically what right. you think of. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I love I love the segment. We're absolutely gonna do that. Yeah, it's it's we we're gonna have to think this one through a little more. Right? Yeah, because I want to go about be... it, but we're introducing it here. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Um. Anything? Oh yeah. So the the Dennis Rodman <laughs> dude when when Rodman literally sat there and told Phil like and the, Mike explaining the conversation was hilarious because he's like Phil came to me and was like yeah Dennis want to talk to you like. Fuck Dennis want to talk to me about. There's never some shit I want to hear when Dennis want to talk to me. <laughs> right, right. And then he's like, I need a vacation. We just got Scotty back. What you need a vacation for? Right. And then Mike's like, I knew to get the best out of him. I had to let him do his thing. So <laughs> yeah. I just went ahead and let him go on. And, you know, he was like, you got 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> he went beast mode in that 48 hours. <laughs> and you see, like, some clips of him doing, like, kamikaze shots with, like, you know, a bunch of his friends and Carmen Electro. And... He could not have been drug tested after that 48 hours. No. I'm sorry. He oh, could dude. not have been. He was up for all 48 of them, dude. <laughs> dude, yes. That dude was doing blow ride motorcycles. And then they say he gets to the freaking uh, practice afterwards. And they're like, yeah, you know, everybody's just running. Dennis behind us. We get to the second lap. Dennis done passed everybody. Like, what? Right. Huh? <laughs> Like, did he, like, do a line in the middle of running his lap and was like, all right, I'm ready, coach. Hey, you know what one of my favorite parts of the documentary was, though? What? When he looked over, he's lifting weights, and he goes, kamikaze, and puts <laughs> down the Gatorade. <laughs> like, this is fresh off of vacation, dude. He's still living it, you know? He is, yeah. No, man, it's fantastic. I, I, I'd love everything he'd done with it. Um, You know, the whole Scottie Pippen situation. It was um, so messed up. Yeah, yeah, for everybody who doesn't know that one, I... I I didn't really know, like, you know, the... The, the family aspect. Well, the general manager aspect of it, of, like, yeah. them just, like, not paying the guy. Like, yeah. At least Clay Thompson's going to get a max contract. Yeah, he's going to get one. Yeah. He's in that same light, you know, as yep. somebody, like, if you compare it to now, like a Clay Thompson, somebody who's, a, you know, the role player to mm-hmm. one of the greats. Steph Curry is one of the greats. Yeah. Not even close, right? Yeah. Um, He couldn't play in every year, but he's great. No, he could not play in every year. Yeah, because, like, when they asked him, like, it was like some uh question that he had. Somebody was like, "You think you could play in any air? Hell no, I couldn't play in the seventies. Ain't no three point line. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like his game is three pointers." So, well, think about yeah. it like this: put him against Gary Payton. Have Gary Payton guard Steph Curry. Can Gary Payton handle Steph or can Steph Curry score on him? 
Absolutely. Yeah, he can easily. But the yeah. type of defense that somebody like Gary Payton had, yeah, and you had to see him, mm-hmm. you know, a Seattle team, Western Conference, you had to see, you know, Golden State all the time. Mm-hmm. Gary Payton was – He's wearing he, them down. He's going to clothesline him. Yeah, easily. A couple times, you know. Just the type – that type of defense, dude, or even yeah. like somebody from – like those old Spurs teams, man. Yep. Like Bruce Bowen and them, just – man. Yeah. Um. So we're, we're pretty close to the end here. Uh, we got a few th- – do you have anything else to add on the documentary? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that we missed. I mean, there's a lot. We'll keep. It was so we're gonna much. stay on this because there's so much good yeah. stuff in this documentary. Wow, what? rebound leaders throughout the '90s, Dennis Rodman every single year, 90 to 91, 12.96, 91. That's 92. David Robinson. Oh, David Robinson yeah. was that one. Okay, but 90 to 92, dude, Rodman was averaging almost 20 rebounds a game for four years. Yeah. Like, what? And then you got to think. The San Antonio years, he wasn't even there mentally. He was mentally checked out, giving you 17 and 8 and 16 rebounds a game. Yeah. I mean, the dude's a fucking stud. I mean, if you remember the way that Rodman played, like, he was called the worm for a reason. He'd sneak in there and just grab the board. Just wiggle his way in. Yeah. Um, you know, That's same, ridiculous, he, though. And honestly, same defensively. Yeah. He was that good of a defender. He was such an irritant on defense. It's like you just. And also think about it like this. This was in a time where the forward position mm-hmm. was the dominant. Like, this is what you built your team around. These are the best players on your team. Mm-hmm. For him to go in and be that dominant on defense and as a rebounder, yeah, it, it, it was it was unheard of, you know? He couldn't yep. score. You, you, that's not what you brought him in to do. You brought him in to grab boards, and you brought him in to fucking you know play defense. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he got a few defensive player of the years. Yep, he did. Definitely did. Yeah, because um, he was just that good at defense. Man. Yeah, like that Jordan good. got a few defensive player of the years as well. He did. Yeah. One thing I do like that they highlighted in this is Jordan didn't make his uh, the varsity basketball team. Yeah. You know I, how many times I fucking heard that story growing right, up? Right, like, dude, really? Like, every time I did something or didn't do something you right. You know, he didn't make his varsity team. Michael okay, Jordan yeah. didn't even make his varsity basketball And I'm like, I'm not fucking Michael Jordan. Not to mention, he was a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> he was a freshman. <laughs> freshmen don't usually make the varsity team because you are a freshman. No, no, he, that was later on. No, I thought it was the freshman year that he didn't make the team. Like, uh-huh. he, he didn't make a varsity. And it was like, oh, okay. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, and it's like. Uh-oh. He's yeah. a freshman. Yeah, Stories. freshmen don't make it. And then Stories he hit team. a growth spurt the next year, and he made it. Okay, but you know, yeah. Hey. yeah so, yeah, there's quite a few variables. In yeah, that, it's like in it's so many statement. variables. So it's like, dude, don't tell me this story. Why? Well, that's, that's I don't know. It's one of those things you tell kids. Yeah, you know, you know. Like tell kid we can't eat ice cream right that late because it's just gonna kill whatever. you. Yeah, it'll rot your teeth out. Meanwhile, I go and get a Snickers ice cream out of the fridge. Right. Um, so what are you playing nowadays? Honestly, I've just been mostly playing 2K and Madden. That's like that's really been about all I've been playing. I haven't even played the new 2K yet. Really? Um, I will play you in Madden. Let's let's play a game of Madden just for bragging rights on the show next all week. All right, we can do that. Um, you got any game deals that you brought along? Um, so um, Game Pass is about to remove GTA Online. Yeah, they're adding Red Dead in place. Whoa, they're putting Red Dead on. Yep, it's game about pass. to hit Game Pass. No yep. way. Yep. Already? Yep. I mean, it's, but you got to think, though, it's almost two years in. No way. Yeah, it's been almost two years for Red Dead, dude. What? Yep. We approaching the two year mark. Is that the same for Spider Man? Yeah. 
That doesn't make sense to me. It's, they said Spider-Man's in production to come out next year, second one. No way. Yep. That's so fast. Man, like the, Thomas This Lyon. is the route that like sports games should go. Rather than naming the game after the, after the year, yeah. name your game like something different. Like mm-hmm. just give it like a cool name and rather than being greedy and, you know, changing the fucking sliders and updating the rosters, yeah. you know, just like you can do it every 2 year right. system at a minimum. Right, and actually improve the game. Yep. Um, you know, this is why everybody's calling EA dog shit. Yeah. Which is funny because like people will be like, oh, you know, every Madden and every 2K is the same. And it's like, I get it from the outside looking in. But like when you play it, you feel the difference. Like you, you can honestly feel the I difference in, some, in each year. But that's because we play. Right. You know, actively in it. So but these are coming from gamers who like, you know, get a new, you know, game that they love like every four years. Yeah. Every three years. Well. Not necessarily, because it's usually people that are like just heavy into Call of Duty, and it's like, dude, you're no. That's that's a very like, small portion of the people who dog. Eh. Um, you know, a lot of people bash me for playing Call of Duty. I love that yeah. game. I've always loved that game. I mean, I was a Call of Duty hater just last year, but I saw about how Modern Warfare was sizing up, and it's lived up to it. Oh, I, it Modern Warfare is fantastic. Because I hadn't bought a Call of Duty game before Modern Warfare for about five years. Really? I just I gave up on it. I, I buy them every it. year, I play them for two days, and I never touch them again. And that was what I was doing. That's yeah. why I was like, you know what? I'm I'm kind of done with it. Yeah, well, this one, I, I'm fucking stuck on it, especially with the quarantine. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then it's an update tomorrow, too. I think they said yeah, 15 gigs and then whatever the extra portion is going to be. Yeah. Oh, Cranked is uh, in Playlist. I know. I don't like it that yeah. much. I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, they put Cranked in there? Yeah, I don't like Cranked that much. Um, but my 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 game deal of the week, um, something I recently discovered, mm-hmm. uh, this is for people who play on PC, um, Skater XL. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another skateboarding game called Sessions. Or Session? Mm-hmm. Um. They're both. They both look good. I think Skater XL is probably the superior, um, but really, what it comes down to is the the modding capabilities that you give a Skater XL. Mm. Like I'm, I've got like a Trailer Park Boy skateboard. What you know, with like every T-shirt, I've got like a Kobe jersey that nice. I skate in. You know, and when like you can customize it, you can download fucking all these different maps, dude. What like these modders just keep creating these maps. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, dude, and it feels very realistic. Like. I use a controller when I play. I use an Xbox controller. Uh-huh. Um, the right stick is your right foot. Left stick is your left foot. Mm. And that's how you control the character. But, like, literally, if you hand it to anybody who's ever, like, been on a skateboard or ever fucking played a skateboarding game, mm. they'll just figure it out. Like, it's very easy to maneuver. And then, like, just once you toy with it a little bit, like, you really get the grasp of the game. Oh, yeah. And then you can start getting, like, creative with it. Right. You know? And you, you, you set, like, a point. Like, if you see, like these stairs and a rail or a ledge or like a ramp you want to play on. Mm. Like you just set a fucking waypoint and you just keep spawning at it every time you either fall or press, you know, up on the D pad mm. and you know, then you can make like a small video afterwards, but it's, it's fucking dope dude. And the game's still in beta. So it's not like, um, it's not like it's a finished product by any stretch. Right. Like it's still in production yeah. and everything, but these mods keep dropping all these things like these, like, difficulty sliders in these game sliders to where mm-hmm. like you can adjust like the pop on the board mm-hmm. like how high you can jump you can make it feel like super realistic or you can make or, it feel like fucking Tony Hawk right um, but it's it's really good okay um, highly That's recommend playing these games I might have to look into that and for somebody like me like I've always been into like the skateboarding franchises right um, like as far as video games go and these are kind of blowing them out of the water dude 
Like this is really bringing it back for me. Yeah. Like, like honestly, I've been playing the Skater XL more than I've been playing Call of Duty. Oh damn. That's how good it is. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I'm kind of burning Call of Duty too, but you I mean, kind of do get after like this is usually the time of year where it's like yeah. Until uh, they drop an update, give us fucking shipment back. You know, I'm taking a as sabbatical. Soon as, as soon as shipment comes back, I'm definitely on it every day at that point. Yeah, man. Cause like man. Well, I'm close. I've got I've got platinum uh, SMGs. Mm-hmm. I got platinum snipers, platinum marksmen's, um, mm-hmm. two guns away from platinum assaults, mm-hmm. and then I just got LMGs, riot shield, and secondaries, and I'm done with all the guns. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's our show, right? That's it. Yeah. I mean, unless you got anything else, I mean, do you want to throw in any? Uh, oh, so uh, Last of Us Two, uh, it was initially delayed. They're pushing the release date back up to June now because there have been leaks of the game. I saw and that. And spoilers yeah. are coming out. Yeah, so I saw that. they're they're just like, it's gonna come out in June. It's coming yeah. out in June. Every, don't go on Twitter if you're interested. Yeah. If, you're, if you don't want to know anything like, about avoid Last of Us. it. Yeah. Avoid it as much as you can because they're just it's leaking just, the fucking ending. Yeah. Like, come on now. That's not cool. That's Especially not, for that style of game. Like, my thing and is And the hype that surrounded that game. My thing is I don't mind spoilers personally. Yeah. But it's a certain time frame. Like, if it's before it came out, no. 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 If it's, like, right as it came out, no. I, I feel like a week, maybe two weeks is enough time for spoilers. Maybe a little longer, but a week or two weeks seems fair. Well, that was, like, with the end game. Yeah, uh, you know. You know they were like, yeah, just keep it a week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. But, no, dude, not cool. Yeah. Not cool at all. Nope. Especially, like... Since nobody's even had the opportunity and like people are exactly like, like it's not out yet. So you don't even have a chance to see it. Yeah. And people are looking for any kind of news, yep. you know, on the game's release. Like, hey, how fucking baller would it be during quarantine to for them to have just dropped it? Exactly. Yep. You know, like while everybody's at home doing nothing. And, yeah, they're going to push. They, it was they're kind of destined to do it just mm-hmm. due to the circumstances. So yeah. it's like, yeah, push the game release. People are checking on this stuff daily. Like people yep. go on like all these gaming websites and they go on Twitter every hour just about yeah, dude, just and they check for updates. Shit. Yeah, because you have nothing else to do. Right. Yep. And then for somebody to leak the fucking ending of the game, that's yep. bullshit. Honestly, like I I I think it's total horseshit. Yeah. Um. And you can't rewrite the script. You can't redo the game. No, either, you can't. You know? that's it. So it's like, yeah, that's the ending. Um. I did hear. I never played the first one. Well, I mm. played it. I didn't beat it. Mm. Um, people are saying like, "Oh, the person got." I, I'm not even. Actually, I'm not even going to do it. Ah, I'm cool. Not even going to do yeah, it. We, not even going to do. We it. don't want to do it to to you guys, yeah. just in case you know. That's our show. That's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of us. You know, very very nice. You're very welcome. Uh, that's our show. Check Chris out on uh, Pornhub and you know, Twitter and all of it. Sign up for our OnlyFans on the Facebook. <laughs> The Facebook website. Right. And, uh, yeah, Chris is starting an OnlyFans starting next week. Hey, let's do it. (laughs) That's our show. Peace. Peace. Shaka